0: The fifth round of UEFA Champions League group games are coming this week. Several teams like Bayern Munich or Liverpool have already booked their spots in the round of 16, but there are multiple powerhouses, including Barcelona and Manchester United, still having to watch out in the following games or they may easily fall out of the tournament. Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am Li Xiang and I'm glad to be joined by my colleague Josh here. Great to be back. So let's start with the start, Group A, where Manchester City and Paris Saint-Germain are. Mm -hmm. It's a quite close group.
1: Yeah, it's one of those ones where there are two... Basically, it's clear which two are going through. The question becomes who goes through top, who goes through second, because second has been a folly so many times for PSG. So I think what this is going to be, not necessarily... Who is the best between the two because they're both in such a dominant position that mm-hmm. this is the kind of this is the match day where they can take it slightly easier, yeah. play for a draw, know a point each kind of guarantees mm-hmm. what happens next. The issue is with the remaining days, basically which one slips up against Leipzig, because they are in they are both teams with weaknesses going backwards this year. True. They're both teams you can get at and particularly with Manchester City being in that almost untouchable position, Mm -hmm. they are going to go into these games now knowing we're top of the group, second place is guaranteed to PSG almost, basically. Mm -hmm. So when they go up against Leipzig or even Club Brugge, we are going to perhaps see if there's weaknesses in the mentality because they're so willing to consider themselves uh, qualified already. True. That we can see slip-ups in this. I highly suspect that it'll be Paris who will show their weakness simply because... That's they, what they did in the past. I was going to say, that's that's they have the history of doing this. So this week's tie, I don't think there's going to be that much of a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. But I think what it will do is set up the following week's tie where when they have to face like Ziggelbrugger again, then we're going to see...
0: The real blood come. Yeah, yeah. So
1: we're going to see what they can really do when, mm-hmm. when a team gives them a solid game. Gives them a real test, because when I highly suspect we're not going to see that.
0: I think uh, yeah, week. yeah, I agree. Because although PSG and Man City are meeting each other this week, maybe it's in their both of their best interests to get a draw, like yeah. one point from a very boring, passing, negative game.
1: Yeah, I mean, if there's one game where uh, Pochettino will, w- will want to rest Messi, it's probably this one. Yeah. Uh, however, I guess maybe if paris get the 3 points they can take the lead in the group but even so cuz only one point separates them that's true when man city then go up against whoever they're facing next in the final match day it's still almost guaranteed three anyway yeah so this is one of those times where the group format promotes a kind of cynical mm. thing where they know they can take the fo- take the foot off the pedal where they know they can relax a little so yeah i think this is almost a game that In and of itself is slightly meaningless, Mm -hmm. but it will show us what will happen in the future. You know,
0: when you are really against some tough resistance. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, PSG are in a trickier position because, say, Man City under Pep Guardiola. First, their style is has more control. Mm -hmm. Like I can try to strike out when I want to. I can turn the switch quickly and efficiently.
1: You think about Manchester City versus Manchester United city had just complete dominant control Mm -hmm. from that game they was taking shots when they needed them but you saw that the shots came from so many different positions so many different players you know foden isn't necessarily an attacking player he isn't up front but he plays from that attacking midfield position where Mm. he can go for goal pass things around someone like kevin de bruyne or someone like that so they have a lot of options Whereas you think about psg it's all on that front too true with messi feeding them the ball they've also domestically conceded a goal basically every single yeah. game. Like, they're almost in the United position in the sense of they tend to go go back early, go behind early, then try and fight their way back. So they can be, they can be gone at. Mm-hmm. So I wonder almost if this game they will try and hunker down a little bit more, have Marquinhos play deeper than he has done in the past, fight it for a draw, mm-hmm. that way they aren't revealing their weaknesses for the later games. Yeah, They know they're going through anyway. They can kind of chill out a little bit. So, yeah, this game, it's more a game of when we're discussing it, we're taking a very technical, cynical, Mm. what can they do to get for the later weeks Mm. approach rather than in this one where the lower sides, you know, the game that we haven't mentioned, Leipzig versus Bruges, they will be having to play that fully, properly because they may want to look at this game this week as, you know, if um, Bruges get a win and they get like onto seven points. That mm-hmm. may be enough to get them into the Europa League or thing things over. Yeah, That's just something
0: so, to work for.
1: Yeah, so the lower sides will be the ones who are playing the more intense, more active football, even though less is on the line.
0: Yeah, and that's true. And then we come to Group B where Liverpool is nothing but unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. And they are playing Porto, which is the second one, but mm-hmm. only one point above the third one, Atletico Madrid. Yeah. I do think that Liverpool don't really have enough reasons to go all out. But again, uh, Jurgen Klopp doesn't strike me as a manager who gives up things so easily. Precise, so yeah. really bad news for Porto. So good news for the Lattico, though. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Like this is a game where Porto will be looking at thinking they definitely need the three points to maintain the second position. But they will also be knowing that Liverpool put them to the sword last time. Mm-hmm. This weekend against Arsenal they did that just effortlessly. Like, we, when we were talking about the cynical nature that PSG and City could do, that's a side of Liverpool you just never, ever see. Like, no. It isn't that they always go full. It's that they always like playing full strength. They always like playing with that constant attack, constant pressure. So I think this is going to be a game where Porto go into it being like, let's try and force a draw. Mm-hmm. Because that seems to be the only way they'll get anything from this game. One point
0: is better than nothing.
1: Yeah. And then we have Atletico taking on AC Milan, which is, you know, Milan have been something of a disaster this year. They've Mm. only got one point so far. Yeah,
0: I mean, no win at all.
1: Yeah, and Atletico, are they want to get back into the final. They want to prove that last year. Was not an accident, yeah. So they are going to be going all out this time. So this is Porto in a really awkward situation. When they play Atletico again, that's going to be the game that decides second place for me. I think that's true. But Liverpool are just, you know, at this point, I think they will want to crush Porto just to like scare future opponents.
0: Mm-hmm. And then Group C, which is again, you have a leader who is untouchable already, uh, Ajax. Yeah. But then the the following two teams, Dortmund and Sporting CP, yeah, they're just they have the same points. Yep, and th- this is just too close. Also, they're playing each other this yeah. week. That would, would that be the decisive moment?
1: I think so. Uh, Dortmund have been a real disaster this year. What happened to them? Basically, what happened to them is Haaland has not been a full strength. Because yeah. you can basically look at their performance. And even if you know nothing, you just look at the scoreline. Don't look at the opponents. Don't look at anything. Just look at the scoreline. You can tell when Haaland has played and when he hasn't. True. He has been... Not just like their star player, he has basically been their entire team. He's their bone this, this yeah. season. So, with him out, Sporting CP are going to look at this mm. as their way to get into the second place. Yeah. Just a quick mention uh, Eric Ten Hag has been linked from Ajax for the True. United job. Yeah. He has said this past week that he's so focused on Ajax, he isn't considering it. You look at them in this group now on 12 points already, why would he? He yeah. has a really solid, solid, young, exciting team. He's in the position. I don't think they're in the position this year to go to the final or the mm-hmm. semi-final, like that year where they got knocked out by Tottenham. True. But they are in a position to really make a name for themselves. Yeah. So absolutely stick with it. And I could easily see them this year getting into the quarters, if not the semis.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so true. And then Group D, where is... Well, a, few, a lot of surprises happen, because let's just say before the Champions League began this season, yeah, have you ever seen that... Real, Inter, and Sheriff. Yeah. Again, Sheriff. Precisely. All three so close in, with each other. I mean, any team can get out. You know? I
1: mean, that's the thing. It's the top three on nine, seven, and six points. Yeah. And how inconsistent all of them have been. Mm. Basically, Shakhtar Donetsk are the only team that may not get out Hopeless. of group. Hopeless, yeah. The rest, like, if you were to tell me that Sheriff is going to win, I would. You know, who they are, did that before. Precisely, they've done it before over both the teams they're mm-hmm. up against. I would not be surprised if they pulled out again because there's so much inconsistency. Like, yes, Madrid have maybe figured it out, but they're still old.
0: And they're not that intimidating.
1: Yeah, they're still old. They're not intimidating. They're basically relying on Vinicius Jr. to get mm-hmm. them through everything because, uh, yes, Benzema is like playing his career best. Yeah, And he's, he's also home, how old again? Precisely. He's old. You can beat him on the pace, you basically have to man-mark him, maybe even zonal mark him, put two guys around him, then he's finished. Mm -hmm. So, even the best team in this group, Real Madrid, we know exactly how to beat them. And I highly suspect that Sheriff will be trying to do that. And we have saw that they play their hearts out. Mm. They could easily do it.
0: Yeah, and if you have the chance to beat Real again and make it out of the group, why not work hard for it? Precisely. It's not like I think it beats everything now in the domestic League for them. Yeah. Yeah. Group E, Bayern Munich, dominant as Liverpool, leaving another Spanish team very embarrassed.
1: Yeah. Barcelona. This is one of those things where if we were to go back five years, ten years, whatever, if you were to say Bayern and Barcelona in the same group, you'd basically say it's going to come down to those two teams and it's going to be head-to-head and the other two are playing for third place. Whereas the gap is so large Mm -hmm. that all it can do is continue to embarrass Barcelona, who, you know, that 8-2 game, that will live on in infamy. Well,
0: it did happen. And
1: (laughs) we are at least a season or two away from that now. Mm -hmm. They have not learned any lessons from it. Nope. They had, yes, they were forced to get rid of Messi, but him being gone should not have weakened them to the state that it has. Nope. They are really struggling. Yeah. graysman has gone elsewhere now. They are reliant on. I mean, I'm not gonna say Memphis Depay and plays mm-hmm. like that are bad, but they should be higher than they are. And it was all from the failure of Ronald Koeman. Mm-hmm. So, is this Xavi's first game? First Charles Champions League, Champions League game. Yeah. So we are gonna see how he does against the Benfica side, who are smaller.
0: I yes. think that's the decider. Actually, if they win, everything is a cool, is cool, is okay. But if they lose, yeah. Say even Bayern again have this advantage, no nothing to worry about. Yeah. No one will turn the opportunity down to Waco or Barcelona again.
1: Precisely. Yeah. Like they are in the position where the smaller teams will think they can get something from it and will mm-hmm. play their hearts out against it. So we are basically reliant on seeing how if Xavi's ability to you know, he was brought into um He knows the club ethos inside out. If he can make this team play like the old-style Barcelona, get that going again, that is what we'll see. But it's going to be an uphill struggle against Benfica. Which
0: is a very top-born team.
1: Yeah, so we'll see. As for Bayern, this looks like just another complete walkover. I don't see them having a difficult game until we get to the knockouts.
0: That's true. And then we have Group F, another team who just fire their manager yeah. Man United Yeah, not in a necessarily better position than Barcelona because yeah they're number one and number two Valerio also seven points
1: yeah so that's the thing like Villarreal will have gone into this thinking we can probably steal something from this mm-hmm. now with Ole being gone with them relying on the interim team of Carrick and Fletcher in the management positions with um, Bruno Fernandes on his longest streak of no True. goals with Ronaldo being yes still a magician but as the only real threat you know you can just mark him for a game and he can't really do anything Mm -hmm. Unai Emeril will be looking at this as their chance to go top and I don't blame him you know I can see this game being perhaps not to the extent of Ole's last few where the game where they just crumble towards the end Mm -hmm. they will be wanting to prove as a team you know we saw that after the match where Fernandez was kind of Pointing to the whole team Saying this is on all of us We may be seeing A new manager bounce But against the Villarreal team That should reasonably be Taking the lead I can't see United Getting much out of this yeah, at
0: all. But again say Okay uh, Your manager became The scapegoat And now he's gone mm-hmm. You still have a team Built on 387 million euros Yeah That's something, and that something should be better than Villarreal from La Liga.
1: Precisely. And not only that, but the second game in that group, Atalanta versus Young Boys. Mm -hmm. So Atalanta are on five points, which means if they win... They're still hopeful. If they win, whatever happens, they will move into second place. True. So we are in the position, really, where United, as they are fumbling Mm -hmm. in one night they could go from first of the group to third.
0: True, and uh, I have this question actually, because when you were hearing about players wanting to join somewhere, they always say the right to play the Champions League matters. Does that work the same for manager looking for a new job?
1: I think it does. However, United are in such a difficult position. Mm -hmm. You know, think about um, when Chelsea won it a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Their manager was brought in halfway through the season and he knew he had the chance to take them all the way to the final. Mm-hmm. That's a very different proposition to right now where if you're brought in, you are struggling in the group. You may have to go to the Europa League, which is something the British teams don't seem to like. Mm. You have a disaster taking place domestically. This, I don't think this is enough to sweeten the pot. Mm. I think what it would be is if they were already in the Europa League and you didn't have to consider dropping from like tuesday nights to thursday nights you know if you can win it you can get up you're then in a position where you're improving the team that would be the appeal for a lauren Blanc, lauren blanc a um julian mm-hmm. as it stands like they're in such a bad position that i don't know who wants to be involved in this
0: and group g which is i'm not so familiar with but it's yeah. a very close group because see the leading one has seven points mm-hmm. uh salzburg The fourth one, Sevilla, three points, which is not totally hopeless in two games.
1: Yeah, this is, every year there's a group like this, which I always enjoy, which is it's four teams I don't really know much about. But they are all in the position where they can make a name for themselves, they can can become an underdog through this. So, I'm looking at this, um, you have Wolfsburg, Sevilla, like, all of these teams are in the position where I don't really know who will win, who will lose. A that makes exciting Mm -hmm. and b you know all the teams will be giving it their all Sevilla being in fourth place is a real surprise same with wolfsburg who they're really demonstrating like the inconsistency of the bundesliga Mm. like it's nice that they are back in european competition but to be third place um is behind like salzburg but that's what makes them exciting like that's true that's the thing like i say this every time i do this podcast not as an expert but as a fan and one of the things I love the most about European football is you get these sides you've just never heard of coming in, having exciting games, mm-hmm. plays you've never seen, putting up fantastic performances. This group is it exactly. So One you know, of
0: the benefits of expanding.
1: Precisely. So this is the group where I can tell you nothing about it. Besides, I'll be watching closely because I know the games will be a lot of fun.
0: That's true. And the last group, Juventus. I didn't see it coming before the Champions League or the Serie season began that Juventus will be All wins with twelve points here, especially over Chelsea.
1: Yeah, they were a team that was very clearly lacking Ronaldo when Mm -hmm. he left. They were still set up in the position for like the overlapping wingers to be supplying directly to a striker. With him gone, they were kind of. It looked like they were playing with with a missing man. Mm -hmm. Allegri's turned that around completely. They have those twelve points, rightfully so. Yeah, they have really turned a corner in Europe. And i would really like to see them prove it here like domestically domestically we are so used to them dominating mm-hmm. that it doesn't really matter to their ego to their stature in europe but if they can get out of this as top of the group if they can then get through the round of 16 get through the quarterfinals have you know palo dibala mm. become like their star player or something like that show they don't need Ronaldo, show they are just legit on their own. Mm -hmm. That's very important for them and for Serie A. So, I am very excited by their position. I don't know if Chelsea, you know, like we say, they are in the 12-point position. They are going through no matter what. Chelsea are the ones who kind of have to prove themselves just because they don't want to be second place in the group. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thomas Tuchel will be one to be proving that You know, when he was brought in over Lampard and he took them to the final Final, minute that that wasn't just a fluke that he can make them a real force in Europe again Mm -hmm. so we are in the position where they have more to win but there's still not that much on the line because Zenit and Malmo aren't going to do anything so this is going to be an exciting clash I think but ultimately like whatever you Mm -hmm. know um, They're
0: always going out of their group, but again, losing to Juventus in the first leg, not so pretty. Now yeah. they have the chance to correct that problem.
1: Yeah, like if we cycle back to the start, it's the same position where it's two teams guaranteed to go through. The difference is there's no cynicism in either of them because they have so much to prove, so much tactical mouse to prove from Tuchel, so much just dominance to prove from Allegri. Mm-hmm. So this to me is like the glamour time of this even though there's not that much on the line. And I think that's what makes this quite exciting, even though we kind of know it doesn't really
0: matter. That's true. And I think so much for today. Uh thank you for listening. We'll be discussing all these games again on Thursday, Beijing time. Yeah. Yeah. Can't See you t- yeah. See you next time.